0: You're listening to a rebroadcast of a live walk talk from Instagram. I had an audio issue, so I'm starting this live back up, which it kind of works out because the first half of this live was what we shouldn't do when we sin, which took up nearly an entire walk talk. I was really close to reaching my normal threshold. Um, but the, uh, the title of the walk talk was originally what should you do when you sin? And I started it out as letting you know what you shouldn't do when you sin. So I had an audio issue. You guys couldn't hear me, so I ended that live. I went ahead and posted it. And so this will be part two, only we are, what's up, what's up, Trey? So this is part two. Part one was what shouldn't you do what shouldn't you do when you sin or what you should not do when you sin. That was part one, check that out if you get some time. This is part two, what should you do when you sin? What should you do when you sin? So if you wanna go back, I just did about a 30 minute walk talk about what you shouldn't do when you sin. And now I'm going to do a walk talk on what you should do when you sin. So when you sin, what should you do? The first thing that you should do is acknowledge it. Acknowledge you sinned, admit it. I'm not saying post it on social media. I'm not saying find somebody to tell it to. That's not always safe. That is still going to be part of this talk because it is good to definitely confess to people, certain people, not everybody, So, and I'll get to that. So what should you do when you sin? Admit it. I messed up. Okay? So that's number one. We don't need to deny it. We don't need to say that we didn't. We don't need to make excuses. But we shouldn't. What we, or excuse me, what we should do is admit it. If you want to go over everything that we shouldn't do when we sin, Watch my previous walk talk. I lost audio and I had to start over, but that was a long walk talk and I was only about halfway through. So it actually worked out well because this is part two. What should you do when you sin? The first thing is admit it. Admit that you messed up. Okay. And then from that state of understanding, I made a mistake. Then you can move forward. But until you admit, I was wrong, it's gonna be hard for you to move forward. It's gonna be hard for you to move forward with yourself. It's gonna be hard for you to move forward with other people. So just admit, you know, this life in Christ is a continual sin, admit, move forward. Sin, admit it, move forward. I'm not talking about shouting it to the rooftops. I'm just saying to yourself. You know, when I make a mistake, when I sin, I'm like, well, geez, I admit it to myself, you know, and until I do, (laughs) there's a, there's an internal battle going on in my mind because alarm bells are going off. That's never going to set right with you, Matt, you know, but I'm not, I'm not doing anything by admitting it. receive more forgiveness i'm already forgiven so i'm also number two admitting that i'm already forgiven admit that you're forgiven what should you do when you're when you sin admit i'm already forgiven the last thing you want to do is think that you're not forgiven when you sin you're already forgiven you need to admit that and if you want to Uh, hear my take on repentance confession watch my previous walk talk i talked about it in great detail but on this walk talk i'm telling you what you should do what you should do is admit it that you sinned and then admit that you're forgiven what does that do that gives you safe thoughts that gives you comforting thoughts that gives you unconditional love thoughts that's grace that's the holy spirit because if you say i'm not forgiven when you sin, I'm not forgiven. I gotta do something to be forgiven. You're negating what the blood has already done for you. You're saying the blood of Jesus was not enough. You're saying what you just did is more powerful than what happened on the cross. Yeah, but what about the people who commit murder? And what about Hitler? And what about everything is smaller than the blood? All of it, what Hitler did? Yeah, the blood is more powerful than what Hitler did. people who commit just atrocious crimes, the blood of Jesus is more powerful than that. Does that mean that those things are okay? Absolutely not. But does it mean that it's more powerful than the blood of Jesus? Absolutely not. The blood of Jesus is more powerful than every single sin of every single human who has ever lived or ever will live in all of creation. So, when you sin, you need to admit, I'm already forgiven. It's weird at first. It's weird. But what it does is it causes you to be grateful. Rather than say, God, forgive me. I'm not going to forgive you anymore. I already forgave you. So, you don't have to say that. It causes you to say, Thank you. Thank you, that I'm already forgiven. Thank you for for your forgiveness. Help me mature from this. Live through me. Show me who I am. Teach me more about who I am. Give me a different option. Help me to grow. That's what you do. So what else should you do? Confess. Confess to somebody. If you want to. If you feel comfortable doing that, if you have somebody who's close that you know loves you unconditionally and will not hold this against you, will not bring it up later, will not throw it in your face, will not try to get you to think something's wrong with you, will not get you to think you need to do something to be more forgiveness, will not make you overlook your forgiveness. But it's good to find somebody, if you have that person in your life, to talk to them about it. Christian counselors, get some counseling if you want. So when you sin, admit the sin, admit you're forgiven, confess to a trusted friend, family member, whoever, if you have that person. If you don't have that person, that's okay. Some people don't have that option, I get that. But if you do have that option, and if the Holy Spirit is leading you, why don't you reach out to them and talk to them about it? They might be able to help you. You know, and if you don't have that, there's Christian counselors. Christian counseling is a gift. That's what new covenant prophecy is, is counseling. Reminding you who you are. Reminding you that you're completely forgiven. Reminding you that there's nothing wrong with you. Reminding you that we're all in a in a maturity process. Reminding you of the blood of Jesus. So Christian counseling, that would help you too. So what else should you do when you sin? Remind yourself that you're righteous. I'm righteous. This is not for me. This will never set right with me. That's what you need to do. so when you remind yourself that you're righteous the sinning is not that big of a deal you become righteous conscious conscience conscious can't say that word righteous conscious rather than sin conscience. the jews were focused on their sin they were sin conscience. we're righteous conscious conscience i don't know why i can't say that word but you know what i mean your mindset goes from Sin, 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 sin. Righteousness, righteousness, righteousness. It's just a change of mind. And this comes from reminding yourself how you became righteous, which is through the blood of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus. Forgiven through the blood, righteous through the blood, life through his resurrection. This is all coming from Jesus. You can make a big deal of Jesus. all right um repent what should you do when you sin repent repent every single time and i talked about this in my previous walk talk earlier this morning when you repent you're not repenting to receive more forgiveness when you repent you're repenting because that pattern that sinful pattern will never make sense to you it's not going to make sense so you might as well repent Yeah, but i keep doing it i I know keep repenting (laughs) yeah but i'm i i did real good for a while and then i struggle with it and and now i'm doing it again okay repent make sense but is god mad at me nope everything god was mad at you about he got everything was put on jesus everything you would ever do to create anger with god was absorbed by Christ on the cross God is never mad at you now before the cross we see a very angry angry God why because the cross had not happened the sin of the world had not been dealt with the sin of the world was dealt with through Jesus Romans chapter five says we have peace with God because of Jesus. Romans chapter five says the wrath of God was satisfied. So that's the sin of the world. The wrath of God, the sin of the world was satisfied in Christ. Then we have a coming wrath that's coming. The next wrath is not over sin. It is over this physical planet. We will get a brand new physical planet. The coming wrath means we're gonna get a new neighborhood, so to speak, okay? God's not mad at you. So when you sin, you don't need to worry about God being mad at you. God never changes. Some people say, well, you're just telling people he's just a Santa Claus God. No, I'm not. It is the same exact God. It's a new covenant. Same God, new covenant. (sighs) Jesus happened. So when you say the God of the Old Testament is somehow different in who he is, with the God of the new Testament that's error it is the same God it's the same God but the cross and the resurrection happened therefore that God was satisfied with all of our sinful punishment because the punishment was put on his son so that's why when I say God's not mad at you that's what I mean yeah but we can grieve the spirit of McMillan I know I get that Grieve does not mean mad. Grieve does not mean angry. Grieve means he wants better for us. (laughs) You know, if you have a child and you love them and they're making really bad choices and they're harming themselves, you grieve for them because you know that there's a better life for them. It doesn't mean that you're angry. You could be angry about the situation, but at the end of the day, you love them same with God he is not angry at us because of Jesus so um repent when you repent you make different choices you change your attitude about something that you were doing before and you want to do something different but you're not doing that to receive more forgiveness. You're not doing that so God ain't mad at you anymore. You're not doing that because you're a wicked, dirty sinner and you need to change. You're repenting because it's going to improve the quality of your life. You're repenting because it's going to improve your relationships. You're repenting because the sin that you're struggling with will always be a struggle. Sinning is not natural for a Christian. We have a new righteous practice. So when you sin, it doesn't matter what the sin is, you're forgiven, you're righteous. And when you repent, you're not repenting to receive any more forgiveness or any more righteousness because you already have that. So you're repenting to grow. We have a new righteous nature, a new practice. So repent, do whatever you can to heal the relationships, do whatever you can to make amends with the people you've harmed, do whatever you can to stop putting yourself under that particular temptation. Because until you repent of the sin, the struggle is going to stay. The broken relationship is going to stay. The difficulty is going to stay you can continue with it but the, until you repent it's gonna stay so you repent when you sin not to get in better standing with god but because you want your life to improve you want this relationship to improve for example myself and i don't like doing this but i'm gonna do it when i struggle with alcohol i had to repent of my alcoholism because it was impacting my marriage It was impacting my relationship with grace. It was impacting my health. It was impacting my performance at work. It was impacting my my mentality. But I was forgiven the whole time. I was still a saint. But because I was a saint, and because I was refusing to repent of the sinful action, I was still suffering. I could still be getting drunk five or six times a week and I'd still be a saint. I'd, I'd be, you know, 75 pounds heavier. (laughs) Who knows if I'd still be alive. But my point is when we repent from a sin, it is to enjoy your life. It is to enjoy your relationships better. If that makes sense to you. So, All right, guys. So I hope this has encouraged you guys today. This is a brief walk talk. I did the first half of this. It might've been even more, might've been twice this length when when I first started out this morning and then I had an audio issue. So if you want to see the first half of this walk talk, be sure to watch part one, what you shouldn't do when you sin. It's on Instagram. I'm gonna repost this on Facebook as well. And this is part two, what you should do when you sin. And it's, it's real simple. Be yourself, when you sin, be yourself. That's what I wanted to put the bow on this walk talk today with is be yourself at the end. If you be yourself, when you sin, you can't go wrong. (laughs) Be yourself, you're righteous. What else? Always tell the truth about yourself. You're righteous you're holy you're blameless you're a new creation there's nothing wrong with you jesus has completed everything for you for life and godliness and you have all of him right now so when you're struggling with a particular sin pattern the best thing you could possibly do as a holy person as a christian be yourself just start being yourself it'll make sense so hope this has encouraged you guys today i'll see you on the next walk talk bye Thanks so much for joining me on this Walk Talk. Please be sure to rate and review this podcast and share it with others. Subscribe right now so you don't miss out on any new content. To be encouraged daily, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. If you want even more information on my ministry or to check out my books, go to www.mattmcmillan.com.